Blog Talk Radio. We're going to begin with an opening prayer. Let's all join together. Mother and Father, I reach within. I invite you into my heart and I accept you as my will and your will together. I ask you to shine on me in my ascension and to help me to be a true messenger of your light and your love. In these days when your increasing light is displacing all the old structures and belief systems, I feel you with me, and I call upon you and your gift of the violet flame to burn away all the old and to help me to remain steady in my faith as I rise in my consciousness, freeing myself to embrace the new. I ask all fifth dimensional and higher beings, ascended masters, galactic federation of light, agarthans, all benevolent high beings on ships, the many kingdoms of earth, our higher selves, and our twin flames. We ask that they join us and support us in our sincere quest to raise ourselves and earth into the realms of eternal light in God's glory. So be it. So be it. Thank you, Catherine. Thank Thank you, you, Meg. Mm -hmm. It's nice when you list all the wonderful support that brings to our the front of our heart, the front of our mind, how surrounded we are. I enjoy that. Thank you for doing that. Welcome, everyone. Today's show is entitled Archangel Michael, Transcending the Influence of Corrupted Frequencies. Today, we will hear how to transmute and transcend the harsh frequencies of the old ways where the intentional divergent frequencies come from, how we can contribute to their dissolution and heal, transcend, and serve. This is going to be a really wonderful call. I've been looking forward to it. Our website is whoneedslight.org. There you can sign up to receive show announcements and the latest messages. Our Facebook page is Who Needs Light. The This Story Ends in Glory 
retreat for those of you who have been listening the last couple of months is being held April 24th through May 1st in New York. And this retreat was full, but we've had a few people come into changes in their lives and have opened up a few slots. They'll be with us in spirit, of course. So if you have a heart call to join us or just want to read the fabulous welcome packet Christine created, please email us, kemay at aol.com. And for any of this amazing family around the world who can't join us physically, we will be doing calls and messages throughout the retreat from the homestead. So you are always joined with us, no matter where we gather and in what fashion, including this retreat. And we are surely to have more to come. With that, let's welcome our sisters, Catherine and Christine, for hellos and updates from the New York homestead. Hello. Hi. Hi, this is Catherine. And Christine is right here. She's she's busy with the panel and she's also has kind of a sore throat because it's well, the transmuting illnesses. So although she's sick, she's gonna be with us and she is going to channel Archangel Michael. And she'll be with us in a few minutes. So I think um, I'm going to let you, Meg, hang on a second. Hang on. We're changing. We're changing. The, okay, here comes Christine. She's better now. She had to cough a little bit, so she's with us. Here you go, Christine. <laughs> hey, Meg. Hey, Sorry, guys. I am super excited to be here today. <laughs> there is just a sweetness being that is overflowing in me. Does that mean the outer conditions have subsided yet? Well, no, it doesn't. (laughs) Oh, well, (laughs) that's all right. Because this is what victory looks like. I'm just going to come on for a little bit because um, Catherine and Meg both have really great stories and insights to share. Um, this is all about still choosing and being love in the midst of all that is arising, in the midst of all things, no matter what. It isn't about that we are succeeding or failing based on yet how outer conditions or present what experiences we're facing or what conditions seem to impose themselves no matter what we do. This is about what we are here to do and what we can do, which is be the light of God in the midst of it all. The good news is that's easy. Sometimes we've tricked ourselves into believing that that's difficult or hard or unnatural, but it is truly what is easy true and our very nature Catherine and Meg are going to come on and give some really hilarious and good and specific examples and practical tips for choosing and being love in the midst of whatever (laughs) hang on heavy on the whatever (laughs) 
But I wanted to tell the story of a family member. Now, what is a family member? Well, to me, a family member is humanity. (laughs) Humanity is a family. And I was talking with Sananda in the middle of the night, because what else is a girl to do? (laughs) What else does a can-do gal do in the middle of the night? (laughs) So I was talking to Sananda, and... um, really still putting at Sananda's feet, at mother and father's feet, this wantingness I have to be upset about things, to be overwhelmed. Because if I'm overwhelmed, it's not really my fault for not completely being the light. (laughs) It's ridiculous. (laughs) But So I was talking with Sananda about all this. And then in the morning, the most beautiful letter arrived. But what I got from Sananda when we were talking is really this complete feeling about family. What is family? Are they my familiars? That when they show up, I just know beyond a shadow of a doubt that even though I don't know their name in this life, I've known them forever. Yeah, of course, that's family. But I was really in the middle of the night looking at humanity as a family. A family. We are. And it will mean so very much to go forward as a family through the coming events which are already unfolding. So when I speak of family, yes, we have soul groups. We have places where we originate from as star seeds. We have the family of being. But in this case, I mean the family of humanity. It's so precious. And Sananda told me our ability to perceive humanity as a family is a can be an indicator of where we are in our arising, in our ascension. The more we feel humanity as our family, the easier we rise, because that is is quite a truth that we are a family. And so, boy, that set me on it. That gave me plenty to do for the rest of the awake night. (laughs) (laughs) Where do I not consider certain ones my family? And I went to work... uh, dissolving whatever I had thrown up in place of that, in place of being family, which is unity, harmony, support. I've got your back for real, no matter what thing comes with family. I'm not talking about the corrupted, painful version of family that all of us have tasted and or endured. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about real family. So then in the morning... There was a letter from a family member, and it just meant all the more because of what Sananda and I had been talking about in the middle of the night. Now, without giving this family member's name, because I tell you, it's all of us. In one version of a story or another, it's all of us. But I want to tell the story because it's so 
helpful to me. And this particular family member is, chooses, embodies the light in the midst of all conditions always. So that's why the story just, I was like, of course it showed up, and yet it felt like this incredible miracle at the same time. You know how that is, like, of course, oh, and wow, (laughs) all Mm -hmm. at the same time. (laughs) Okay, so this family member um, drives trucks across Europe and regularly builds pillars of light. And um, I've asked Sananda about him many times because when I look at him, I just see these huge gulfs of light he with his truck that he initiates as these light highways across Europe and it's so fun and and uh, he doesn't even call it work well I guess not because he's so fulfilling his mission through this opportunity of what he does it's very beautiful it's inspired me for years okay so this family member um, fell in love and had a relationship and was guided to come to another country to pursue this love. Well, when he got to the other country, he gave it his all. And he had put everything on the line to do this. He had put all his eggs in the basket, as honestly the company of heaven asked us to do so many times. Mm-hmm. And really, when we do it, If we don't hold back one safety feature that we ourselves devised, but really leap in faith. Well, this light worker does this all the time, and he did it in this case. So he came, he gave it his all, he put all he had into it. And this time, it didn't turn out. But in a, in a, in the story of life on earth way, the shallow end of the pool, I'd say, the most obvious story, because he had been lied to. So I went to Sananda and said, well, what, what is this? And Sananda said, no, he did everything just right. He was following his higher self-guidance. He was constantly in connection with Mother God. He was following every step of the way. And this was, even in his lifetime, his life plan to provide this experience for himself, this opportunity for others. And there is much more to the story that will be revealed at a later date. (laughs) Don't you just love it when they tell us that? (laughs) (laughs) That seems like a good date to me, I always say. (laughs) So it turned out that With kind of nothing, he had to return to his job in Europe and not start off where he had left off, but rebuild from putting all his eggs in this basket. Well, not only am I here to tell him today that he magnificently followed guidance in his life plan, but that the miracles that are going to come from it are untold as of yet. And just because it looks like 
his plan didn't work out. That because of who he has been in the midst of it, not only has it worked out, but it has created a tremendous pathway of freedom. Now, we don't know the particulars yet, but what we know is that this valiant light worker, against what would seem almost seem counterintuitive in a way, because how does that work out? How does that seem like a victory? But in his faith and in the steps he took, And in his grace in doing so. And like so many of us, he wrote and he said, in these last days, I I don't even feel in the same way my connection with Mother God, which I always have. We've come to learn that that's when we really get to operate in faith and show our stuff. When When it seems to go radio silent, in one way or another. For each of us, that's a different feeling and experience. But it has in common that, like, things don't look like they're going so great from where I'm sitting. And not only that, I can't feel this usual connection to God that I, that I know I have. That can mean everything is going so well that you enter this corridor of faith where you get to purely just be faith which is a healing for earth and ourselves that cannot be paralleled. So many of us are going through these times. And I really, in my heart of hearts, just bow to this dear light worker. And to all family members of humanity, who, in whatever station of life they're in, just honoring them no matter what it seems their story looks like I do know this we are all doing our best that is the spark of God in us that is our impetus so to remember whenever it seems like we're we're dragging or even possibly telling ourselves we're failing. We don't know the story, but we know how it ends. (laughs) And we know our part to be, choose, and emanate love. So I'm going to pass the talking stick to Catherine. She's got some more very near-home stories. (laughs) (laughs) And some tips, as does Meg, for in these moments, very practically, how we can be, choose, and fulfill our our role, our mission, and just the essence of who we are, which is love itself. So here comes Catherine. <laughs> Thank you, Christine. Oh, yes. When she told that story, I could feel all the tenderness that we felt toward this family member as he 
is working his way through these things. How many people have had these relationship upheavals and unexpected things happen that you don't see coming? That's what I'm going to talk about a little bit (laughs) because we've had a bunch of those whatever (laughs) things. (laughs) So these are practical tips for choosing and being loved in the midst of whatever is going on around you. (laughs) Now, this is a a bit of a test for me, too, because um, I'm being put in a position where I might want to be an expert at this. (laughs) Because I was an expert of the old system. And let me tell you, it had its benefits, it had status, it had a lot of goodies attached to it, and it is gone, gone, gone. (laughs) So there's nothing of the old system that I used to use for my, you know, self-confidence, so-called. It's really ego. So I've been feeling unsettled, really uncomfortable. The familiar things are all gone. I can't reach to, oh, I know how to do that. Let me just do that. And boy, does that get me in trouble now. Because I find myself blundering through doing things that are not At the moment, they seem obvious. It seems, well, I don't have to ask the company of heaven about this. It's just a small thing. Well, then it turns out this wasn't a small thing. This is something that reverberates in a hundred ways that I couldn't have predicted because that's what's happening now. Everything is reverberating up or down. (laughs) There are only two choices. So when I feel like I just did something, oh, no, I made a decision, and it affects the whole family or, you know, maybe just a few of us, but in a really important way, I would tend to pump out anxiety. Oh, my God, what have I done? I have to change this. There's something wrong with me. So then I start struggling with the anxiety. So I think that if I get a hold of the anxiety, then I can fix the problem. (laughs) But it doesn't work. (laughs) That used to be called psychotherapy. (laughs) I'm really good at that, and it doesn't work. (laughs) Not in these energies where everything is rising so fast. So I've had to work on this to come up with some favorite solutions. What to do if I find myself heading toward, oh, I'm just going to take this into my own hands and do it the way I want it done. Eek. (laughs) All right, so here are some of my favorite solutions. First, I call on God. Initially, sometimes it feels like desperation. Help! (laughs) Mother and father, grab me, please. And then I start to really feel my connection, really experience the spark in my self. 
in my heart. That's God. My life force, my spark of life, is God in me. Then I feel the relief. I start to calm down. I feel a sense of peace and acceptance flow through me. And I know that it's God's acceptance of me. And it's me reverberating in that, feeling acceptance of myself as God does. And then I take a big breath and I call in the violet fire. We've talked about this in previous shows and it it is so effective and so encouraging when you call in the violet fire and feel it as a conscious presence that is a gift to us to help us get through these times. So I call in the violet fire and I ask to burn away all these old inclinations toward ego and anxiety and desperation and I have to do this myself to prove I'm good. No. (laughs) I just have to keep experiencing the light and being loving. So I start with the easy things like being grateful. As soon as I feel gratitude, I look around at the beautiful woods around me, at my little family here, at all of you, and I feel so grateful to be here. And then I start to feel a real connection with others. And when I feel that connection deep inside me, it's a connection to God as well. Because, and then I start seeing the God in other people. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's rich and beautiful. And it touches me even more. Then, this has been the hardest part for me. Being absolutely truthful with myself. So there's no push or pull or conflict or feelings of uh, resentment or warlike stuff. I just accept inside me and understand that that's how I reach the place of being steady and stable and strong. Strong. Because when I ask for help, genuinely ask for help, God and the company of heaven are always willing to respond and to help to strengthen my faith, to strengthen me. So those are my favorites ways of my favorite solutions of getting myself out of an impossible, seemingly impossible situation. And then it turns out it's not impossible at all. And I feel calm, comfortable, and it's a different kind of confidence. It's not, I know how to do this. It's, God knows how to do this. (laughs) 
and I'm and I'm in unity. I'm working with God and the company of heaven. So that's that, that's some of the practical tips I use when it's an emotional kind of problem. But there are other things that people are working with now. Everybody, probably almost everybody in this group, light workers, are struggling with financial turmoil in one form or another. So when something pops up in your life and it looks like it's this insurmountable financial obstacle, what do you do? We've had this happen a couple of times just in the last few weeks where something that used to be a non-issue popped up and has to be dealt with, like the septic tank (laughs) suddenly stopped working. (laughs) And it's not like you can stop flushing the toilets, you know, or doing the dishes. (laughs) So it seemed impossible. How are we going to deal with this thousands of dollars? And then the refrigerator starts making these strange oh, no. noises that refrigerators oh. are not make. Oh, goodness. On top of this. Now, I'll I'll at some point give you some details about how each of these things has remarkably, amazingly just flowed like the septic tank found this lovely man who came immediately and gave us an easy way to do it. So in the midst of all this, we were asked by the company of heaven to adopt a new family who is to move in to our um, auxiliary apartment next door, next connected to the house. This lovely young family with two small babies, and basically they have nothing. So we're asked to provide a place for them to live to help them start a brand new life and to bring their little ones who are the children of light for the new age, beautiful babies. So the company of heaven advises they're going to need a bed. They're going to need some things. We want you to go ahead and do it. This is faith in action. Without any deviation, we are to follow the company of heaven's guidance, do it exactly as they have guided us to do. And it is one of the most thrilling experiences ever. Because completely unknown, we're bringing this beautiful little family, unknown, meaning the details of how this is going to work, following guidance, and every step of the way, something beautiful blooms. So here we are. This is our our way out of the financial turmoil is faith. And each time something magnificent evolves. So 
this is a, a place where I was able to let go of the little things, the mundane things, let the company of heaven guide us. Christine and I are having a wonderful time in unity, making plans, and discovering that everything, every choice, every decision has results. And when it's a decision for love, the results are fabulous and exciting. Mm. So we'll tell more about that story as the weeks go on. But we're we're really enjoying it. I'm going to turn over this, the talking stick now to Meg because I know you have some some good stories to tell about your experiences too, Meg. Take oh. it away, Meg. <laughs> Catherine, I really enjoyed your telling. I good. <laughs> I I enjoyed the living it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I'm a listener too, and so I'm hanging on every word. And I really loved what you said. I jotted it down. I'm here to. I'm here experiencing the light and being love. I really love the experiencing the light. Something just opened up in my heart when you said that. And mm. it just was very sweet and and how how being that is. What a being <laughs> thing. <laughs> I'm going to sit outside and pet my dogs and experience the light. <laughs> I just love yeah. it. So, uh-huh. yeah. And and being loved. Um and I loved how you listed various qualities of love, um, all the different ways that you um, are love and choose love. Anyway, thank you. I enjoyed your telling. Mm-hmm. So thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah, I was asked to pick um, uh, a patient, a personal experience for a patient um, who, in the midst of overwhelm, chooses love. Mm. Of course. I had about four years of them. <laughs> so, oh my gosh! So I just, I just picked one because there are, are a thousand. Because um, I have the most amazing, br- brilliant, brave patients in the world, and mm. so very lucky to watch their unfolding and watch their choices. Um, and then I have one quick personal one. But uh, I want to talk about Janice. Janice has been a a long-time patient, for maintenance, just general stress and relief of anxiety and relaxing the muscles in the shoulders and just easy, nothing really, nothing really big. Once a month she would come. Mm-hmm. And, then she, and then she came to me and said that she had received the diagnosis of cancer and is formulating uh, thoughts around how she will proceed. And in the midst of this overwhelm, she starts to assemble this team being her body elemental first and then her Mm -hmm. partner and then her medical team and then her family of light on the ground and in the heavens. And I saw her talk about this assembling and this focus, this faith 
deeply rooted in hope and determination. And it was just this amazing thing to watch. And she chose to uh, go through chemo and radiation and at the same time address the request from the body elemental who was out of balance, experiencing out of balance. So she stayed with me in the practice of nutrition, acupuncture, cleansing, toxins, and went through chemo and radiation. And it was just brilliant to watch. And ups and downs and the tears and the joy and the laughter. But one of the things that was clear is she kept getting feedback from the staff, the hospital where she was experiencing the treatments. I've never seen anyone go through this with as much strength, positive blood work, and spirit as you. And she would get that from various people. So not only was her blood work so strong because her choices to work with the body elemental, but also this radiation, this in the good way, (laughs) this what she was radiating was faith, hope, love, getting meat. She chose to go completely organic with her fruits and vegetables and other foods and clean water. And took a few supplements just to keep the drugs moving out of her system. And when all the treatment was done, she stayed that way. It wasn't just while she was going through the treatment. It was a permanent shift to stay in love with herself, her body, and her family. It was really beautiful to see. And she keeps coming all the time. I see her, and she's healthy and vibrant. And I'll always hold Janice dear in my heart. There's all kinds of ways of making choices when those things happen. There's not a wrong one. But I see Janice stand as the deep, in the midst of overwhelm, choosing love and all its components. And she is will forever be an inspiration to me. And she says, anybody who ever receives this diagnosis, you tell them to call me. And I will be with them every step. And she's always offered that to, to me and my patients. Very amazing woman. So that's the person I picked on, although I could have picked 100. So on a lighter note, (laughs) on a very quick lighter note, um, I had a day off yesterday, and I wanted to treat myself just to a day with Meg. And so I walked the animals, and I fed them and gave them lots of love, And then I wanted to go see a movie and shop at some of my favorite places like Trader Joe's and Whole Foods in Atlanta. So I looked online and I said, pick out a movie, family. Pick a movie for me. And I looked at all the movies that were out. No, 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 no. And I came across this movie called Ketty, which is about cats in Istanbul. And I went, bingo. So the movie picked for the day. I start out. And after the last couple of messages and the guidance, I wanted to practice feeling this deep connection all the time in the moment-to-moment choice with mother and father, in my heart and um, through my crown, and being not 
being in the world but not of the world, and we've heard that before. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to practice that. So I just stayed in my pillar, and I felt the connection, and I removed my opinions and judgments from my eyes and ears. I just sort of pulled all that back. And I just drove around and, and didn't glance around as much, and I wasn't looking at things that much. I just stayed in my pillar. It was a gr- really fun experience and watched the most fifth dimensional and higher movie ever. <laughs> it was wonderful. And oh, and you said the name of it is Teddy? K-E-D-I. I meant, oh, you, ha- you know you're in the fifth dimension when there is a movie about cats and ensemble and how they're healing the city. I meant, you just, <laughs> that's the definition of ascension, right? <laughs> so, yes. And then lovely time eating this most high dimensional meal with pie and organic vegetables and went shopping. Just, it was lovely. And experience the day, come back home, lovely animals, just, it was just a great day. But I appreciated the practice of what that felt like, and it was uh, the longest I think I've been intentional in that focus. And so I go to sleep, up and down, up and down, but, you know, went to bed. And then woke up this morning, got up to make my coffee, which Christine can testify is, you know, a very spiritual experience. <laughs> coffee is <laughs> very important yes. to me. Yes. And I shake up my Trader Joe's coffee, flies the lid, coffee grounds scatter across the entire kitchen. <laughs> and I burst out laughing. Now, that would not have been <laughs> a reaction <laughs> I would have had previously oh Meg because oh my gosh but because I had such a lovely day and I was focused on mother and father and being in my pillar and removing opinions of the world I just just laughed yeah made my coffee and cleaned up but it was it was nothing it meant nothing anymore and what would have been an irritating experience to begin the day. So I yeah. just had to see how when we practice, when we're not in any discomfort, when we just practice, like Catherine said, experiencing the light all the time, it's there for us as an immediate reaction when there is something that comes up. Yeah, the whatevers. (laughs) The whatevers. Just, okay, here we are, coffee everywhere, clean it up, make coffee, big deal. So I appreciated the teaching, and I will remember this. Small but a big moment. So Mm -hmm. definitely on a lighter note. (laughs) So the the little tips that we're all getting from the company of heaven and and being and being shared with each other, is so helpful to me. I'm so grateful. And applying a little bit every day in different places mm-hmm. has helped me in the in the most real way. So I'm grateful. So those are my tips and my bragging on some amazing people who choose love in the midst of overwhelm. And now it's our turn for Michael. So let's just see. Yes where Christine and Catherine are, and if we're all ready to bring in our dear brother. 
Here we go. Archangel Michael. (laughs) Thank you, Catherine. Meg, welcome everyone on the surface and in the heavens who are all joining together on this opportunity of family gathering. I am Archangel Michael. So gratified and pleased to hear these stories of everyday life. Piercing the illusion, the delusion, that it's difficult or dangerous to be yourself. It was. Yes, of course you know, it was dangerous to be yourself in the realm you live in. Yet and however, that day has passed. It is no longer dangerous to be yourself. And in fact, it is your job to be yourself. It is the requirement for bringing in the new era of everlasting light to be yourself to be yourself is easy you will find it is supported in this day in these energies at this time I want to speak of our relationship with you what does it mean to request help from the company of heaven From Sananda, Archangel Michael, Serapis Bay, Hilarion, whoever it is your heart calls for. You are now integrating your higher self to be as yourself on the surface of earth. All of you are to one degree or another, embodying your higher self. To quicken that being is to call upon your higher self, to call upon us. Yet know this, we are not interested into entering into a new relationship of domination with you. And in fact, we refuse. You are not calling upon us to be the new dominator. It is the allowance of reintroducing, working together as one, in co-creation to a realm that had rejected this way of being. You call upon us not so we tell you what to do, but because you have been so embroiled in a drama where your lower self and the many Low-end influences, imbalanced influences have been playing upon you and you had been allowing them to, not by fault, but through experience. 
So you have been allowing a different thing and to restore balance and bring the fullness of your higher self to be on the planet as you. It is to call upon your higher self. It is to call upon the company of heaven. We are not dominating you, dictating terms. And you, we encourage you not to approach us from that spirit of being, but instead the rejoining of what is truly so, the underlying reality of love that has always existed. Building the rainbow bridge. Your generous act of calling upon us is recognition of who you truly are and that you have been embroiled in a delusion, a drama of illusion that would put things that are not powerful into power. Your humble calling to the company of heaven to God is your act from that side of the evaporating veil. It is your act of grace, humility, the call of love. You go beyond what it is you feel you can handle. And with humility, you say, well, look at what we've all created together here on this side. I align my will with God's to create heaven on earth now. To be my full self now. Transcending corrupted frequencies. What the stories of our can-do gals did not include was the interference you deal with. Corrupted frequencies, what are they? Where do they come from? We have addressed it before. Transcending them is the same as transcending attack. What is attack? What is attack from a so-called outer force? What is attack that you do? Define it. Attack. Consciously and or unconsciously. Trying to impose the dark agenda upon yourself, upon others. The dark agenda is the plot, the set of intentions to keep humans in imbalance in order to generate fear and suffering. This fear and suffering becomes food for beings who have chosen the dark as their regime. And tricks beings of light to enslave themselves through their choice 
to believe the dark has any kind of legitimate power, thereby reducing God to an impotent idea. What is imposed upon you when you take it on, you join it. And that is the design of the entire mechanism that would enslave you. The only way to enslave you is to come up with a plan to trick you into enslaving yourself. You are feeling the energies of the new. Each and every one of you have moments, hours, days, when you feel what is so. Sure, for some of you it may still be a glimpse here and there. And others of you may have the life plan that you are so frolicking in these new energies. And that was your design to provide the bonfire for those who have other responsibilities to uphold. Keep focusing on these glimmers, these glimpses, and the frolicking. We are not here in the company of heaven to dominate you, to become your new voice, your new Jiminy Cricket. We are here to co-create. And everyone who has incarnated on the face of earth requires loving assistance to ascend. It is not a weakness or a failing it is the design to rip away the curtain and show once again that all are one. Many of you have heard the term planetary logos. What is that? It sounds very fancy and official, and it is. The planetary logos of Earth is the Christ consciousness. It is received by you as a frequency, as an input. It is received in your brain, your mind, your heart, your body. It influences every living thing. It is both the delivery system and the message of love that is to ordain earth. All carry and receive the Christ codes. Jesus and Mary Magdalene had a specific mission to ensure the resurrection of the Christ codes 
of Christ consciousness on earth. You are all playing a part of this now. Attack, whether it's from the dark agenda or another towards you, an unseen entity still attempting a flailing effort at this late hour from you to another. It is a message of frequency, energy, impulse that is artificially programmed energy for mind control, brain dysfunction, Nerve blocking, nerve overstimulation, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual suffering. It is an invention. It is a co-opting of God's light into a miscreation that produces fear and suffering that is quite different than co-creation which is the use of light life force to create joy love harmony unity the planetary logos of Christ consciousness would naturally be the collective consciousness, would naturally be the human experience, would naturally be embodied by the human individual, you. And there has been a hijacking of invented frequencies such as shame now attack must be received by an attackee otherwise known as a victim so when frequencies are imposed that are quite harsh, difficult, painful. They must not only be sent, but they must be received. And it is not about fault or failure that you have received these frequencies. No. The entire setup was designed to overwhelm and trick you. This day is about the reclamation of your own choice, which causes immediate transcendence. How do you transcend 
frequencies that are aimed at you to create confusion, doubt, fear. Along with the with the unfortunate, painful rearranging of your DNA to make you susceptible to this. First, to transcend, you become aware, just the willingness to be aware and to honestly see not only what is happening and being sent to you, but then what you choose to create in the wake of it. That alone, the willingness to be so honest, to see, overrides and uplifts you up and out of what is occurring. Your connection to God transcends everything that is not of the light. This connection to God, the more it is direct, the more it assists you. Now, what is a not a direct connection to God? It's when you're using a via to God. And that usually comes in the form of a belief. It is the belief, as we mentioned in the last gathering together on the last show, it is the beliefs that you make paramount. These beliefs become your via to God. It's like looking at God through a filter. It is the time to relax and let go of the beliefs in order to have a direct connection with God. Knowing is a direct connection to God, not through arrogance or desperation, but from the peace of the meadow of your heart. Knowing God is direct. Believing is a via. Now that does not mean faith is a distraction or a watered-down version of a connection to God. Faith is knowing God and choosing to stand in that, be that, even when all the circumstances seem to point to something else, even when all the emotional, physical, mental overwhelm seems to contradict. It is being the knowing of your true self, your true heart. That is faith. And that is direct connection to God. It's not inserting a belief that you know. It is coming from the knowing. And you are all not only capable of doing that, it is your mandate to do and be so. You know, this choice is easy. Anything that says otherwise is part of the illusion, the delusion. It is easy to be yourself. 
it is easy to be connected to God as God within you. Attack feels huge, insurmountable, yet I will tell you the truth of it. In the scope, the the scope that cannot be measured of you, who you are, this attack is a speck the teeny tiniest bandwidth in order for it to have meaning collectively and individually the humanity of earth has given it reality has given it importance so each time in the midst of what is difficult you claim peace from within, God, laughter, unity, harmony, forgiveness, kindness. You access the enormous, immeasurable bandwidth of who and what you are. polarity of where you have existed in the realm of surface earth has become so extreme. You each migrate toward extremes. That's not me. I would never do that. Therefore, I didn't do it. Or the extreme, it's all me. It's my fault. I'm responsible for everything. Therefore, I did everything and I'll never dig my way out. Return to balance. Reach for us in love. You are integrating your higher self day by day as you drink in the light of Mother, Father, God. Balance. Allow balance. Choose your way to balance. When you call upon us, no, we have no desire or intention to dictate your life to you. Rather, you have experienced such wounding imbalance. We would work together as we do in the higher realms already to restore easy harmony to your being. You are of God. You are the light. Let it be. I am Archangel Michael in love with you. Thank you, Michael. And now we're going to hear 
Listen to the lyrics, folks. These are wonderful lyrics. Did you ever read about a frog who dreamed of being a king? And then became one. Well, except for the names and a few other changes, you could talk about me. The story is the same one. But I got an emptiness deep inside that I tried, but it won't let me go. And I'm not a man who likes to swear, but I never cared for the sound of being I cried. 